Alright, this is Randalicious. Welcome to the Six Texas Podcast, and let's get right into it. I'm Randalicious, and I'm a leader of Texas. Um, I'm Trance, I'm the old school RuneScape Reddit RuneLink Tournament Champion, 2K14. Uh, I'm Nimbinga, I'm rank 1 from Scrolls Completed. I'm Matzo, I'm a Hexit Sergeant, and I'm currently going for Primal All. Hello, my name's Jicklim, and I collect cats and tip fedoras, and I'm also on second page overall. I'm Morpai, uh, rank 167 overall, and yeah, that's about it. Oh, oh, by the way, sorry in advance for my mic, I know it's incredibly sensitive, but there's not much I can do about it, so do it. Alright, a couple people are wanting us to make the podcast weekly instead of bi-weekly. It is something I've thought about before. I originally had no plans on doing this, but I'm leaning more and more towards the possibility of doing it. I guess we'll see what happens. Also, one thing, I'm looking at the possibility of us doing uh, face cams for future podcasts. is something that has now become a possibility since Sick Nerd has left Texas to do Nightmare Zone Guthans. He will no longer be on the podcasts, so that opens up the door for us to do uh, face cams. And in the description of the video, I have a straw poll for you guys to vote in. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do um, for another regular on the podcast, so in there, there's a poll you can vote on. Alright, so on the topic of Sick Nerd, let's get right into it with him. Uh, I just straight up disagree with his decision. I think he shouldn't care about ranks that much. And I still just hope that he doesn't end up regretting it because it'll be tough to get people's respect back if he does. I don't, I don't even know what to say. I think in the long run, it's not even efficient because summoning is coming out. And you can just do that shit after you do Slayers so you know exactly how much combat XP you need to get. And I think you're going to regret it eventually. Um, I personally, um, I fully understand both points of view. Um, I think he might regret it in the end, but at this point, I don't really hold one opinion higher than the other, so. Yeah, personally, I don't really, it doesn't really, like, affect me in any way. It just means that we lose an active person in the club, I guess, due to competition that he probably won't even be able to blast ahead of in the long run. Yeah, going off that, I think Forsberg will pass him inevitably, regardless of what he does. Forsberg plays more. Forsberg has unlimited money. I just don't understand the decision. Not mad about it, I just don't understand it. Alright, so, we had a... We, Hexus had an EHP competition over the last week. We had 20 people in it, and more than half the people hit over 100 hours played in it. It was by far the best um, competition that we've had and uh, let's talk about it first I'll talk about myself um, I did wines for the week I had like a hundred and fifty something EHP but if it got scaled down it was equivalent to like 115 uh, best week I've ever had I had a lot of fun doing it and it was just a lot of fun competing with everyone and doing the best I could for America. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm still, I'm still really tired from the comp. Uh, I got 4,230,000 runecrafting XP, like 160 HP in runecraft, and like 150 
153 hours played, something like that. I don't know what to say. I'm still tired from it. I was just a sad loser who did agility for the week because it's easy. Uh, I probably got about 7 of my HP from Magic and View. And got just over 100 in the end, which I was pretty happy with. Um, I got about 110 hours, which completely shattered my previous week's record. Um, I could have done more if I didn't stop into the snake boss on the last day, but that's beside the point. I had a lot of fun. Um, there were a whole bunch of people that gave me great individual competition. So I would definitely do it again. Uh, I was basically finishing off Max, so I did uh, construction, fire making, a little bit of crafting, a little bit of agility, I think. And uh, yeah, most of the skills were a bit under EHP, but you had a 75 hour week with 40 hour work, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, um, the teams overall did real well. Um, America had five people on the team. It was me, Trance, Morp, Mazhar, and uh, Vior, and the five of us had a 126-hour average, which was incredible. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Smiley team had a 102-hour average or something, which really blew my mind. That was, I think that was more surprising and impressive than what America did. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give props to the Smiley team because I think Qatar's total was about 130, which was amazing. Yeah, I didn't see that coming from anywhere. Uh, Vegeta did real well. The Smiley team really balled out. Great competition for everyone. So, all right, moving on. The Atheist asks if the GE was pulled, what do you think the majority of Hexus members would vote? And th we had a straw poll on the site a few days ago, and I think it was like 80 to 90% of the people in the clan voted yes for it. Not everyone wanted just a GE. Some people wanted just any kind of form of automated trading, which is, that's pretty much it. We want automated trading. We hate taking forever to get items. Um, but talking about GE, what are your guys' opinions on it? And what will you guys be voting for in the poll coming up? Um, I think that GEs will be a good update, however, it will have negative impacts on healing supplies, for example. I think people try and undercut each other too much, or post offers like above other people, which will make the prices mess up. So, yeah. Um, I'm kind of indifferent either way. Um, it will make things easier, that's for sure. Um, but it's going to fuck with the market for a while. Um, and I personally don't think it like fits in with the old school feel. Uh, it sounds really cheesy, but I'm a purist. What can I say? Uh, for me, I personally um, I am going to vote yes for the GE because it is way more convenient for higher rank players and even for normal rank players. And I know that a lot of RS3 players do not play level 7 because there is no GE and hopefully that can uh, invite some of them players to go join us yeah, I'm voting yes I'm voting yes as well because I got 1.1 million nats and I just can't be fucked selling them if I gotta sell them 5, 10 GP less uh, get them one trade, I'm happy I'm definitely voting no. 
I just don't like the idea of a G in old school Runescape. I think it just doesn't fit the style of the game or the message of the game at all. It's old school Runescape and it doesn't have a G and it doesn't need a G in my opinion. I'm definitely voting yes for it. I've had that opinion since the day that I started. Uh, so even when I was a fucking noob, I still wanted it. it if if I were a new player to old school, uh, coming back after a few years, and I were to experiment with this trading post, and I saw how terrible it was, I would be, I'd say, what the fuck, fuck this trading shit, go play RS3 or something, or I would vote for a GE. I mean, for for new players coming in, seeing the trading post, they've got to be disgusted with how bad it is. I don't think the GE will pass. I think it'll get around 70 to 75% of the vote. Um, most of you guys who are going to be watching this, the poll will already be out and everything will probably already be decided as most things are on day one, but we'll see what happens. I'll settle for any form of automated trading. Alright, so if the GE were to pass, what would your guys' opinions be on limitations of it, like being restricted to six items or only being able to buy a certain number per hour? Um, I definitely wouldn't like that at all. I think that, I mean, that would be worse than Zybez, and I think that it would be better if you were able to just buy as much as you want and as many things as you want. Uh, uh, some things should have limitations, but I know an RSP fucking like ballast have limitations, which is kind of dumb. Cause like the most heavily crafted item, almost. So it's like hundred ballast abs every four hours, so that's not enough at all. I definitely think that if it does come in, items should have limitations. Otherwise, monopolies will just be everywhere. People will buy out every item. Just sell it cheaper and you know, people with merch plans, and it just leads to a really negative experience. Uh, my opinion, uh, it should have limitations because, uh, upon Jake Bidu said, uh, people will just uh, buy out, out, buy out, out, buy out items, and uh, yeah, it will be easier to manipulate the price of some items. Not wouldn't like to see that happening. I think the GE's farm is, is the only... Um, yeah, the only thing I'd want changing really is the limitations on the items to be more realistic. They like battle staff, like Trent said, makes that a thousand, two thousand, so four hours instead maybe. Um. <clears throat> Sorry, I definitely think there should be limitations. Um, I actually have a friend that was that used to be in smoking mills back in the day, and he told me that if the GE comes back, all the people from there are going to come back, and they're going to pretty much buy out the entire market. Um, so yeah, he told me that every item that you need is going to be bought out, and I am personally not looking forward to that. So limits definitely need to be in place or the market is going to be absolutely destroyed. I don't really care about there being a limit of how much of an item you can buy. The one thing that I do want, though, is to be able to buy more than six items at a time. That's, that's really all I have to say. Because um, on Zybez, you can buy 
fucking every item at the same time. I would just like to be able to buy and sell more than six items at once. Alright, what do you guys think of the snake boss so far? Um, if you have not done it, do you plan on doing it in the future? And if you have done it, what are your opinions on it so far? Uh, I'll kill one when the achievement diaries come out. Uh, I don't really plan on killing any more than that. And I like how it has uh, building items, drop table. I don't plan on killing it ever. I don't really get a plan on killing it. Um, I don't need to. But I think that it's a really cool update. Uh, they do a really good job with the item in general, just making the town around it, the law around it, making it not feel like a private server. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna try it. I since I'm Max, uh, I've I've never actually done some uh, PVMing in my ho whole life, so probably do some PVMing around RuneScape and try that one out. And yeah, great job on the uh, drop table, Jancy. Yeah, like everyone said, the drop table is decent. Actually, you get a good reward for what you put in. And I'll probably try it out in the future for fun. But that's about it. I won't do it seriously like people in. Well, people who aren't skilled, basically, like I am. Um, I killed about 50 to 55 of them, I think, um, the first day. Um. Drop table's okay with me, um, except for torsals. The market has completely crashed. The torsal herbs, torsal seeds. Um, but other than that, I think it's alright. I probably won't be going back for a while, though. Uh, one, because of the torsals, and two, because it takes so long to sell all the, like, 15 different drops you can get from it. Um, also, in those 50-something kills, I got a jar of swamp, so, John C., if you're watching, I hate you. I think it's an excellent update to the game. I think the mechanics of the boss are great. I love the kind of storyline behind it. I love the location of it. I think it was a fantastic update, and I love that a lot of people are hyped about it. And it was fantastically done. I don't think they could have done anything better. Great job on the boss. Really great job. Alright, so what do you guys think about the snake boss drop table? Are there any drops you don't like? And are there some drops not on the drop table that you would want to see? Um, I think it drops a little bit too many torso seeds. I know they took a shit in terms of value, like overnight after the boss came out. Uh, it's uh, really about all the complaints I have with the drop table. Same with the torso the price of seeds halved in two days. It's just ridiculous. But also I disagree with spirit seeds being on there. I feel like they were previously a rare item. And now if you kill a hundred or so bosses you'll probably end up with a handful of spirit seeds. And it just feels a bit cheap to me. Yeah, in my opinion spirit seeds are also um, really an item that you should gain from bird's nest or kingdom and uh, um, I also disagree with the torsal seeds, it's a bit too overpowered. And I also don't like that um, that they put the, uh, the onyx amulet on there, because, yeah, in my opinion, it's also just an item you should gain from uh, the Sahar. 
It wasn't the amulet, it was just the uncut onyx. Yeah, I mean, unless they, you gained, unless they changed it. You gained the uh, the onyx from the Sahar place, right? True, yeah. What else are you going to use the onyx for? Ring of Stone. Uh, one thing I really didn't like about it is that it drops dragon bones. I, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't like that it drops dragon bones. Instead of it dropping um, torstoles and torsal seeds, I think it should have dropped a lot more variety of high-level herbs. I think it should have also dropped like dwarf weeds, snapdragons, and other things like that. I think some of those should have been added on as well, not just torstoles. Yeah, plus one. Yeah, like we said change it up. Like we said already, torstoles for one. Um, yeah, I agree with the extra seeds. I mean, the other seeds, like they could have done three or five snapdragon seeds. I think Armadillo drops ten dwarf seeds. Or five. Like, if Armadillo doesn't, then I think Snake Ball should be able to as well. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think, like what Randy said, they could have replaced some drops of herbs and other items that are low in quantity and only, only like, lots of them because of bots and, like, Chaos Druid bots, for example. And other inspectors are pretty much the only bulk of the herb supplies in the game. Yeah, I think the drop table is done overall really well, though. There's just a few things I think should be tweaked with it. Alright, so currently at Zolra, the Avis Accumulator does not pick up your bolts and arrows, and it provides a huge bolt and arrow sync. It's going to be pulled tomorrow, and it'll probably pass to get it changed, but would you guys want it to remain the same or not? Um, I guess if people aren't really happy with it, then they should change it, but I don't see um, why Noi wouldn't pick it up. I mean, it is it is kind of a pain in the ass the way it is now. Um, I had to switch to broads because I wasn't going to spend hours killing him with Diamond Bolts and not get him back. Um, if they did change it... I think that they would have to add some more risk to it, because um, like with the faster kills that would come with higher bolts, you're just going to start farming it. I think there definitely needs, needs to be some more risk involved. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. If it, losing your items, I mean, going back there, it, you should risk something. Um, like if you go back there, you just can can like get can get your items back and and without a, even an issue, you can just talk to the guy and have your items back, and that's it. Just, yeah, uh, I think it is by design that the accumulator doesn't pick up your bolts if your target's like an area where bolts won't go to the ground directly underneath it, right? So they should remain like that. Uh, and the blowpipe would be ridiculous if it had an accumulator effect on it because people don't use blowpipe but um the boss because you lose all the darts and darts are expensive right now like i saw someone do like a minute and a half kill with with darts so 
I don't know. It'll pass, but I don't think it should. I, I agree. It should stay as it is. It's probably designed that way. And it just kind of creates a bolt sink where a lot of board bolts get made, but there's a low market for selling them. And with a lot of people killing the snake boss with board bolts, it makes fletching board bolts a lot more viable than it is right now. And also I'm probably a bit biased because I've got about 1.4 mil dart tips that might sell for a decent price. Yeah, I agree with Ginge. I think it's better being a huge bolt sink. Um, when people start killing it with diamond with the accumulation, the profit per hour is just going to increase by probably at least like 400k an hour. I think from what I've seen, people use anywhere between 600 and 700 per hour. They're going to be getting the majority of that back. That thing is going to become so much more profitable than what it already is. But I think it's fine how it is being a huge bolt and arrow sink. Alright, what do you guys think about Zora currently being a safe boss with there being no risk at all at losing your items? They're going to be pulling this tomorrow as well. Um, but you would pay 50k GP to get your items back as opposed to getting it back for free. What do you guys think about this? Uh, it was my idea, wasn't it? Um, I sent it in on the Q&A on Reddit and uh, kind of liked it, I think. I don't think many people liked it, but it, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I don't I think it's fine for the first week for it to be a safe boss to get the mechanics down, but after that, I think you, you should have a risk. I definitely agree with that. Um, when they said, before the release, when they said that you can just get your items back for free, I thought that, that was stupid as hell. But after watching people do the boss and seeing how difficult it is, or not difficult, but how often and how easy it is for people to die, I was okay with them having it to get your items back for free. But I think that they definitely need to put a price on it. Otherwise, it's just stupid as fuck. I really hope that it gets voted on that you need to pay. Because the most profitable thing in the game shouldn't also be risk-free. Yeah, I definitely agree with uh, with you guys. I mean, as I said before, yeah, there's no risk involved now. You just go back with your teleport that's been overpoweredly dropped. I mean, you get like... Super, yeah, you get a lot of teleports there, so it's never a problem. And you, yeah, you just basically teleport back, and you get all your stuff back. It's just, yeah. And also, it will be a good money sink. I think the problem with a new boss is that once people figure out how to kill it properly, then the risk the risk is going to go down and down and down until there is none at all. Um. I'm not really sure where I stand on on paying to get your items back, but I think I think they should make it more difficult um, just to kill in general. Because I mean, I killed 50 of them. I thought it was pretty easy after a while. You get the hang of it eventually. So I think there definitely needs to be more risk involved. But where that risk comes in, I don't really know. So. Uh, poem adding the free to getting your items back is stupid, it's never going to pass. I think they should have just matched it into the game. 
Um, but also, I think a decent idea rather than coins would be to try and make the payment something more canonically accurate, something that makes sense within the update. Though, say, a hundred nature runes to get it back, maybe some swamp paste or snake skin, because right now the, those items are rubbish and they're dropped, but it would give them a use. And it would just make more sense that someone would want items rather than coins to give you items. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to cut in, but I think the snakeskin idea would be great um, because snakeskins were, I think, 3 to 4 feet each before the boss came out. And now they're down to 1k. Last I checked, or they could be even less by now. But it makes perfect sense because it is a snake boss, so I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, I think there should be some kind of payment, or it could even work like based on how many items you lose. So it could be like 2k per item or item stack. I don't know. Because you normally use like at least 20 or 30 or so items when you die. So could be could be helpful. Or maybe you'll have to go back there and. Uh... Like, go back to the island and pick it up the items yourself, so you'll have to take a new gear and pick up all your items. And still have a risk of losing, of uh, dying. I, li I like Ginger's idea best about maybe using items to pay for it instead. I think that would be a really good idea. I know it'd be kind of biased for us to say we want nature runes, but... It's not really that bad of an idea. But, alright. Taverma says, discuss how CML affects the game. Um, I don't think that CML affects the game. I think it does uh, affects, like, um, the way you're going to play it. Like, for me, it motivates myself to get EHP rates and try to get, like, the most efficient hours in the most efficient days and getting yourself up there on the EHP high scores or on a daily records or overall and I mean it's just great to see that it feels like such an achievement personally. It only really affects a small subset of the community. The large majority would have no idea that it exists. Um, and I think the other thing that it does is it kind of popularizes methods or forces methods with having them CCHP. Uh, for example, granite, um, green dehyde bodies rather than battle stars and set as the EHP is put on. Things like that. Yeah, great thing. It only really affects, you know, top couple percent of players and even then some people don't even use it. Um, so yeah. Shout out to Cap King. Yeah, Cap King. We don't have that shit around here. Um, like, like Matto said, um, I don't think it affects the game, it affects the competition and how people play. Um, I very much enjoy it because it, it, it just gives you, gives you a tool to be used to compete against other players and to track your progress. And if we didn't have CML, I don't think the game would be as fun as it is right now, honestly. So. I agree with that. I think I have a lot more fun playing the game because of CML. Um, I visit the site so many fucking times per day. It's probably unhealthy. I've, CML has a huge effect on the game for the small people that it does affect. And 
as Janish said, it doesn't really affect that many people, but the people that it does affect, it really has a huge effect on, and for me, it has a huge effect, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it doesn't really necessarily affect the game, it affects, like, the competition, like, about to you know, it would be much competition, I think. Because you want to be able to see other people's progress, I guess. Someone else could have made a site, but yeah. Alright, how did you guys first get into RuneScape? Um, playing like 10 hours a day, shit like that. The main thing that started me playing a lot more was just having more free time. And as a young character, I probably didn't have as much free time, but once I started in the best scene, I was just kind of sitting around and I think I might as well play landscape for 10-15 hours a day, nothing better to do. Um, when I was in high school I was massively addicted to this game, like it was really really bad, but I was still a filthy casual at that time. Um, when old school came out, uh, I think I started runecrafting pretty much right away and I gave the money and, and like the game experience that I needed to um, start competing for ranks like I'm no I'm nowhere near the top but it still gave me that that incentive um, and like like Kim said the extra free time does help so oh uh, yeah just being in Hexus um, I didn't really play more than like 50 hours a week till I joined and then when I joined I've been playing like 400 hour months really since I joined I think for me I think it was um, having a lot more free time uh, I originally played when I was in middle school. I didn't play at all in high school, but in middle school I didn't really have that much free time. And in college I have a lot more free time. You know, I spend so much less time in class. And for me, yeah, it's really uh, a lot more free time than before. And when I started old school, I was playing Xbox a whole lot as well. I was still probably playing Xbox like 20 to 30 hours a week. And I just progressively started playing Xbox less and started playing RuneScape more. Until now, it's at the point where all I do is play uh, RuneScape. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Based on free time, how much I play a day. If I only have seven hours free time due to college, then I'll only play seven hours that day. But if I don't, I'll play like 14. And still not be very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might play uh, 14 hours a day, but like 60 HP, you know, spin the bull roar around my head a few times, slide around as a rock, as you do, <laughs> and just have fun. Hexus method exposed. Yeah, Hexus method. Well, for me, it's uh, mainly been addiction, uh, unfortunately. I wish it was like I had more free time, but I sacrificed some, some f yeah my school stuff for it, which wasn't a very good decision. But um yeah. I mainly just enjoy playing the game sacrificing sleep for it. I don't know. Alright, if you guys account ever got randomly reset, would you guys uh go for like top page or any big achievements again or would you just quit? For me I would just quit. Uh I had I was false banned back in 2008 and my 
account was just gone and I quit right after that so I'm sure I would do the, the same thing just straight up quit um, I think I'd still keep playing I probably wouldn't have the same kinds of goals I wouldn't bother doing all of the Bible bank standing skills that I hate I'd just focus more on the skills that I enjoy rather than maxing Hunter Would you train Hunter if you were? Still. <laughs> No, I wouldn't try to still. Okay. Um, I'd probably just like what Rems did. I'd probably just take her to the, I've prestiged. Look at me, I'm prestige one. And then, you know, go down that route on my ult. <laughs> Why not? Uh, for me, I'd probably quit. I mean, when I got lured from my bank and I lost my whole bank, uh, I quit for six months, so I think if I... Lo even lose my stats, I'd probably quit. Yeah. Um, I would, I would definitely quit. Um, I just can't be bothered starting over. And I managed to quit for like two or three months um, at the beginning of the school year. Um, and it was great. I enjoyed like not having, like I wouldn't really call it a burden, but just not having RuneScape to worry about. So I could definitely handle it. I will. I, I don't think I'd come back. Um, I'm too. I'm too addicted to quit. I'll probably go for like fastest time to max on an alt, like that. <laughs> All right. G asks for our opinions on the clan Solus. Um, I don't know what's going on in the clan Solus at the moment. I've heard there's going uh, a lot of staking and stuff like that, but. I mean, I, I'm real good friends with Dobbs and a lot of players in the clan. And I mean, it's a good competition for Hexes. I mean, they did a great job on the, uh, on the Skilling Cup. And, uh, yeah, I'm keen to see what they can bring us, what kind of competition they can bring us in the future. Yeah, I'm looking forward to them being more... Well, about putting them down, like like better as a clan so then we have like other competition and and maybe we could have competitions with them like a Texas versus Solus EHP competition maybe for example and yeah that's it <laughs> um I truly and honestly don't know a whole lot about the clan um I know I have a couple people in my friends list that are in it but I'm also pretty sure that I've seen Dobbs with zero hours on CML for a really long time. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I really don't know like what state they're in or how functional they are as a clan. Not, like Finbar leads the clan now, not Dobbs. Okay, well that that explains a lot. I know he's active for sure. Wait, 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 which, which Solus are we talking about here? <laughs> oh, the C. No, yeah. Solus, We're talking about Shoelace. Yeah, okay, Shoelace, Shoelace, yeah, yeah, okay. I haven't really hung out with them, or kept up with them since Dobbs left, but I'm friends with Dobbs, so... That's really the only thing that was, like... Like, I would hang out with him and TeamSpeak and talk to people in his clan. But I haven't really done that since uh, he stopped playing. I visit their website every day. I've got nothing better to do. I visit so many clan sites a day, actually, but... I keep up to date with Solus. Uh, they are 
the only competition we have. They're a great group of people with a bunch of great guys. And just... I sometimes see a couple of them around the Yardie rooftops and and the same thing to them like you normally do with agility, so I'm happy enough. Alright, Domino's asks, what is the best XP you've ever had in an hour in a skill? I think kind of like, what hour have you done that you've been most impressed with doing? If that makes any sense. I don't really have any really high ones. Um, I think I've had a couple of one hour caves of getting hours just with the tinderbox, but that's all really down to luck rather than skill. I've done like a few K over what people would consider the average of Mavload Mine, but then again it's Mavload Mine. Um, and maybe a couple, like 20,000 over the HP rate on prayer with like 20 rooms back when the house took like half a year to load. <laughs> but apart from that, nothing else really that's impressive. I don't really go for EHP, I'm more of a consistent player. Um, mine's probably uh, 440k construction, and uh, yeah, that's probably it. I don't really have anything that I've done that's been impressive either. Um, I guess maybe getting like a 290k hour at Pyramid Plunder, but that really is just all luck. There's no skill in it. Still gotta pay uh, a little bit of attention though. I, I don't know. I don't really. <clears throat> so I, don't, I often don't time. I often don't even look at hourly rates. I wait till I do like six hours, or wait till I do a full thirty hour before I, before I care about what the rate is. Uh, I got like a seven hundred five k mahogany table hour before the update. Not many people really did mahogany tables. So I don't know how good that is compared to other people. Um, I'm casual enough to the point where I, I get interrupted so much in what I'm doing, so I don't really have anything that's impressive. Um, I think, I mean, you can go pretty high with Slayer, but that's, again, no skill involved, because you can just cancel your past and shit, but, I, yeah, I wouldn't say I have anything special. Alright, why do you guys enjoy playing RuneScape? What are your views on RuneScape being an extremely grind-intensive and efficiency-centric game? Um, I just enjoy it because, I don't know, I've been playing it for a long time and I still enjoy playing. So I just keep, keep myself having loads of goals and go for them and eventually I'll go for them. And then set new goals and just keep on doing that until I burn out, I guess. And RuneScape being extremely grind intensive and efficiency centric. I guess it's in a niche in that kind of way, but probably one of the most, one of the games out there where you have to invest the most time into, for sure. Yeah, I basically just enjoy it as a background activity for my day. Uh, it just kind of happens in the background without much thought. Probably mostly down to agility. And um, honestly, compared to a lot of other MMOs, uh, for example, the typical Korean grinding MMO, RuneScape isn't that much 
um, if you look at it in terms of 99 all this to go on 200 because it's nothing functional after 99 but for a western game it's very grindy I like the game I don't really know why I just enjoy I just enjoy playing it really um, I like that it's grind intensive and that to get your goals you need to work hard or at least you need to work long to achieve them and I guess that might be why I enjoy the game. Um, I enjoy it probably just because I've been playing it for so long, um, and I really like I really like that they released old school um, because if they didn't, I probably wouldn't be playing anymore. Just because I hate the way RS3 is gone, but it's it's just I don't know. You could call it an addiction by now. Um, but I could never get myself into other games like Call of Duty or console games or League or stuff like that. So it's just what I play. For me, yeah, I, I've been playing it for so long now. I mean, it's just a part of my life, kind of. And in real life, friends always say to me, like, uh, how do you play for so long, do the same thing over and over again for like 200 hours or 500 hours? whatever it may be, I mean, I, I don't know I, how I do it, it's just, I enjoy it, I don't think about the hours too much, I just enjoy reaching a goal, and, yeah. Uh, well, the grind is nice, because I have a lot of free time, and the efficiency set trick is pretty good, too, for me, because uh, I'm, uh, I'm autistic or whatever, everyone hex is autistic, so. We can do things that are repetitive <laughs> over and over again. So, for us. Yeah. Alright, if you could live anywhere in RuneScape, where would you live? Um, uh, I do live in RuneScape, so... <laughs> not answer that. I live in my player and house. Seems the most logical place. Oh, you got uh, my old ultra, though. My old edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think was a nice town. With lots of people around. I think Artie is a real nice city. I would probably choose there. I was going to say the I like the I, uh, little marketplace. Yeah, I like the marketplace in Artie. East. What? Isn't it the biggest city, actually? Probably. It might be. I don't know. Where did you say more? Including. I was going to say either Edgeville or Artie. Um, I probably wouldn't be able to pick one between the two, but... Yeah. Or I could just have my own island, like... Say Crash Island, for example, just chuck everyone off and, you know, make it my own island and live there, <laughs> for example. Call it Jicklam Island. Or Dragon Teeth Island. Another <laughs> island. Right. Just look at them up now. Heston asks, um, would you guys want any high-level prayers? And also, perhaps maybe like the mage and range equivalent to piety and a better version of piety. Um, I would say no, because 
like I said earlier, I'm such a purist, and as soon as you start creating like better, better methods of training, like which those prayers will do, the game's just going to go in the wrong direction. So I would say no. Yep, agreed above. Don't really need more prayers. Having a higher prayer level saves you money. So that's good enough for most people. Gucci past seventy. Uh, for me, yeah, I don't want new prayers in the game. It's just a stepping stone from for me to towards souls play and all that kind of shit. And I don't want that in the game. I think I'd be okay with them adding in the mage and range equivalent, but I don't know about anything better than piety. That shit's pretty fucking good right now. I don't want to imagine how good something would be that's even better than that. Yeah, I don't think we'd want any more prayers because we just head off in the wrong direction. But if, we, if it was necessary, like say if it was just all, do you want this prayer or this prayer or whatever? If, then range if you magic, think about maybe, it, that's about it. Yeah, if you think about it, like I think the max right now with void and all the other shit, diamond bolts is like forty nine, and that's that's high enough for range in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, not to mention, you can hit like 48, 48 with Darko. Well, I mean, I you're, most, you wouldn't hit higher than that. They would probably only increase like the accuracy for that. They would probably cap it off at that as the max. I'm well, sure, true. I'm sure they'd be um, realistic with that, not letting you hit like, what is it? If you have 99 HP in a Cerebrew, I'm sure they wouldn't let the cap go up to like that. They would probably keep that true. as the limit. If anything, they would just yeah, increase I the think, accuracy. I think if they were to change anything, um, maybe just a little bit to magic. I know they just did with the snake boss uh, drops, but beyond that, like I would say, absolutely no. Okay, all right. So uh, another one asks: uh, Do any of us PK? Uh, I have never done any PKing aside from when I've fucked around with friends. I just don't really enjoy that aspect of the game. It's been fun when I did do it with against friends, but uh, if I were to do it against just a random person, I don't think I'd enjoy it whatsoever. Bonesaw. Bonesaw. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, aside from that, yeah, I, I don't PK. Um, I was such a filthy casual back in the day. I did, I did some PKing when uh, Bounty Hunter came out with the whole target system made a decent amount of money doing that. But in this game, no, I don't. And I don't really have any plans to either, so... I don't PK. Um, I don't really PK as well. I go around these sides, do it randomly, and... Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty good at it, you know? I can do two-way, nine-way switches. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh... I I peaking during black tins. I fail every time and die. Um, I do not participate in player killing. Very rude. <laughs> All right, what's Trans, you'd make a great you'd make a great RC together. All right, what skill do you want to see a big update in, and what would you want done to it? Uh, I don't think any skill really needs an update. Um. Yeah. I saw that fire making thing. I don't think that's necessary. 
despawn of people like fire making, enjoy fire making. I would say, please, for the love of God, fire making. Like, I know they're planning on doing something in the new continent, I don't know what, but it should bring more life to the skill. Um, not like something like bonfires, it's just new cooking. No, it, it won't be bonfires, but just more variety, you know. Do you guys remember the, um, uh, what is it called, the the quest that you had to do to get the uh, of the, the minigame for the Adzi? You had to run around uh, and light like 15 of those uh, uh, bonfires? I forget, what it was, I forget what it was called, but yeah. yeah. That would be nice, like run around whole RuneScape and light those things up and get like a, a big bonus. I'll fire it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I think a skill that might do with an update would be smithing. But unless it's an update more of just a complete overhaul of it. Uh, people constantly go on about how making room at level 99 doesn't make sense. And it really doesn't make sense. I'm not really sure what they could do with it. I think for smithing they couldn't really add anything new unless they shifted everything down. Make like room finish at level 80 or so and then add new armors in that way but I think that would be too much effort and also fire making could do some updates but I don't know if people complained about say the added the inferno adds into the game I think construction could really use an update I think so because there's so much potential to it I really think that construction is not that well designed of a skill I think that there should be other methods of training for construction other than build shit, remove it, build it again, and remove it. I think that that player-owned houses could become so much more customizable as well, and they could, you could maybe get like a clan house or something like that. I don't know if they have that in RS3. I think they might. They have a clan system, not like a house. But I, th I think there's a lot that there's a whole lot more they can do with construction that I think they should at least take a look at. Alright, so what motivates you guys to play every day? Um, for me it's free time, honestly. Um, like if I have free time, I'll just get on the computer. Um, I'm not gonna like, shove aside my real life stuff. And if I do have a lot of stuff going on, then I miss a day, so what? Um, yeah, just free time. Uh, just having fun. I really enjoy playing the game, and instead of, I'd rather play the game than like watch some shitty ass TV show or something. I'm just motivated to have fun. Well, you watch the TV show while you play the game. Yeah, that, that's something that people who don't play RuneScape really don't understand like my dad was saying to me before like you play that game so much and he's sitting there watching TV from like time he comes home from work to the time he goes to bed and I'm just like how is that yeah, any different like you shit yeah I second that I think it's just different goals that say if it didn't have a goal then it wouldn't have like any point in playing the game really because I'll just be Killing for no reason. Is there like no leaderboards or people to compete with? I don't know. But yeah, if, it wasn't play if it wasn't playing RuneScape, I'd just play a different game. Like, 
I got an Xbox One recently, because I just play that instead. I just like watching the levels on the screen go up, um, and then I can see them get higher eventually, it's quite nice. Yeah, I don't really know what motivates me, just autism. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just routine when I get back from home and I don't have anything to do for work. Yeah, I guess it's routine and free time. But when I when I go to a bar with friends, like I'm not gonna put that aside because I game. All right, what are your guys' favorite banks in RuneScape? I like Hedron. It's just a nice bank, easy teleport, and it's close to the nurse, I suppose. I would say either Edgeville or Ledia. I think that looks pretty nice, nice looking area. If I was going to do a bank standing skill, I'd probably do it there. I think for accessibility, Edgeville wins, but uh, if you want to go by what it looks like, I think Dogish Town Bank looks the best. Which one? Yeah. Oh, he stole mine. Don't get ready to start on those windows, man. We'll I'll, be here for you. I'll get there. <laughs> uh, for me, it's uh, probably Edgefield or Varog West because it's just uh, convenient for trading and. Yeah. Edgeville Master Race. Plus one. My, my favorite bank is Dorgish Khan. Uh, it's just, well, here we go. It's just an awesome bank. <laughs> Uh, I could I could really talk about this for a while, you know. They got these two goblins working the bank, and they have six bank booths, and these two goblins are able to, you know, manage it all. <laughs> Fuck it, they're work they're working hard. Uh, you you got some banks like at Catherby and Sears where you got some bankers who just have their bank booth closed, and they're just fucking around but these two goblins are able to handle everything <laughs> the biggest uh, behind the bank booth they have these safes these safes are made of gold pure gold whatever the fuck is in the safe is worth less than the safe itself if you're gonna steal anything steal that safe uh my favorite thing though are the orange Randy, you should make a, the you orange make a tint in the bank booth windows <laughs> All the other, all the other banks, all the other banks have like a clear window, but aside from Dorg, I would say Edge. Please Hello, make a video. Welcome to a bank review video. Today we're going to be reviewing Dorg's car. <laughs> all right, moving on. What do you guys think about the Dragon Defender coming into the game? It's going to be on this upcoming poll, and what are you going to vote on it? Um, I'm going to vote no because. Uh, Room boots have already been replaced. Black mass has already been replaced. Uh, uh, yeah, got worse uh, cost bandos, and that, there should be something left of between annotations. The old school feel. Um, I wish there was an abstain option because I don't really care either way how it's voted for. I would probably vote no. I did vote yes to. Um, like the Dragon Defender equivalent coming into the game through the Snake Boss. The reason why I liked it was because it was degradable and costed money. But I'm indifferent how I feel about 
uh, Dragon Defender. You know, instead of us getting a costly, degradable Dragon Defender through the Snake Boss, we ended up getting a new best in slot helm and we're getting a non-degradable dragon defender so I don't know um, I've said already uh, new bonuses wrong direction RS3 I'm voting that um, but like it, people are whining about the extra plus one strength bonus like really how much more do you need you know I'm voting now you make. I don't think it's a big deal, but I'm gonna put no. I think it should uh, be some sort of item, money, or heavy time sink. So yeah. I also think it's an unnecessary update. Marine Defender is already the best defender. I need to upgrade, upgrade it further. And there's only one strength bonus. It doesn't really make much of a difference at all. I'm definitely voting no. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I thought that the Dragon Defender was just a meme that you post in Twitch chat. <laughs> I never expected them to actually poll it. Why? Why do they need to poll it? Like, every time it would come up in the Q&A, John would just look straight at the camera and say, why? <laughs> he would say, what's yeah, wrong? That's, he would that's... say, what's wrong with the Rune Defender? There's That's no kind of what I was going after. It's, it's a good question. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Rune Defender. Exactly. I mean, if you really, really, really want a Red Defender, then you could have some cosmetic kit on the Bounty Hunter store. But yeah. I don't think they give a damn what it looks like. They just want them bonuses. <laughs> you know what would be really cool? Um, it's kind of sidestepping a little bit, but they were talking about uh, making some troll version of Dragon Claws. Instead of Santa Claus, make it Dragon Claws. Um, they could make like some dragon and then a person in front of it defending the dragon. Call that a dragon defender. You're like, there you go. What you wanted? <laughs> Put in some quest. <laughs> some guys like defending a dragon. It's like, oh yeah. look, kill the exactly. dragon defender. And then yeah. And I, I, I really wish John would have gone through that because he's kind of the, or gone through with it because he's kind of the troll kind of person. So. Alright, what is something yep. that you think is OP, but you wouldn't mind in the game? Um, <laughs> I can't really think off the top of my head. I guess the reason why it's not in the game is because it's OP, so I can't really think of anything that I would want in the game that's OP. It would make me a bit selfish, I guess. <laughs> I can't really think of anything, honestly, like, because usually if something is OP, then I wouldn't really want it from him. Um, I can't think of, it, think of anything off the top of my head, so. James? Oh, sorry, I was typing. Um, there's nothing that I've wanted in the game that would potentially be overpowered. I think that RuneScape is generally quite good in terms of how it's balanced. Um, I, I'd like for them to nerf things that come out in Overpowered rather than just trying to adapt the rest of the metagame to it like they were thinking about doing with the blow dart, but otherwise I'm fine. Um, I, I think if one could argue that GE is overpowered just in terms of collecting resources, 
So I'm gonna say that. Uh, I was gonna say GE, but I'll go with summoning now that Randy's taking G. Um. Uh, please don't hate me for this, but I probably uh, would want ZMI in the game just for the fun of it. I, I really enjoyed doing it in 2008 and 2009. I I enjoyed like doing the run. I enjoyed the mechanics behind it, but I wouldn't want it as the same XP rate as it was back then. I would like it to be the same as Astros and be the same um, about the same profit as Astros. Just to have a different method of room crafting. <laughs> Alright, um, do you guys have any RuneScape collections? Um, I do not. Um, I have 1,092,000 nature runes. I've got some Santas. It's not a huge quantity, but I like to think of them as a collection. Um, What'd you say, Matt? I've heard uh, Matto likes to collect big bones. I'm not oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, apart from my cat, I don't really have a collection. They're just my army of companions that will destroy anyone <laughs> in front of me. I guess I've got a clue. I've got a table of level one. Please scroll load items worth about 150 mil. Uh, I've got about 1.4 mil dart tips. And I've got 1.2 mil snowballs and all. It's uh, quite a nice bit of collections you got there. Alright, all the oh, I do not have many. I think I have like 12. Wow. What? Fuck your god. It's a dozen. I don't care. Alright, OFC asks, what dead content in RuneScape would you like to see rejuvenated? Maybe things like the games room, fight pits, uh, fishing trawler, rat pits, shit like that. Um, I'd like to see maybe the games room updated a little bit. It's really only, the I think the only purpose for it is teleporting to get to Rogue's Den. It really has... No, not much else purpose. Maybe they should even add some form of staking into it. Um, you play a guy in a game of chess, winner gets 100k. And, I don't know, something like that. I think it's a really lost part of the game. And it's not appreciated for what it is. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't really have anything that would be... Uh, I would I would like to see it rejuvenated. Uh, the games room I don't like to think of that place. Fight pits. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really care about those things. If other people want it, they can bring up ideas, but I don't I don't like to rejuvenate any mini games. All right, to, to interrupt, I would like to see Dorgish Khan uh, agility course rejuvenated. It is a great piece of content, and it gets no use anymore since it does not have any marks of grace. Um, I think the game's room, you could update it, like, maybe... You could possibly stake with it, but I think you could make a bot to just, like, do the games perfectly for you, so that wouldn't be a viable option. Bite pits, I don't see any 
reasons to upgrade or rejuvenate the game in any way. Apart from just like having big big groups of people fight each other with no risk. Maybe you could like Nah I don't think you could rejuvenate it in any way. Fishing trawlers, spare rewards. Right rat pits I've never done it, so I don't really know. Like what reward you get if any or how the minigame is. And trouble brewing, I think probably do some better rewards from there. Oh yeah, just better rewards in general. No, I agree with um Dorish Agility course. I'd also like to see Paper Tone Agility course because that's a really cool course, but as it stands there's absolutely no reason to do it. Um if they do end up doing a miss poll, I'd really love to see the marks given back to the or given to those courses. Just to make them useful content. Yes. Plus one. Uh, nothing really comes to mind, but with the games room, uh, if they had staking, you can just plug your opponent's move into a computer and it'll tell you the perfect move to lose. So you never lose. At the very least, always tie. Um, I would say Dorish Connect Agility. Um, they can fix either one of two things with it: either add marks to the course or make it so you get, or make it so you don't uh, lose energy like it is on rooftops. Um. I think one of those two, doesn't matter which, would definitely bring people back. They could also make it so at 99 agility you don't fail while doing it. I'm not sure how much more XP per hour that would increase it by, though. You'd still be missing out on 144k G for an hour. True. Yeah. Alright. What are your guys' serious thoughts? on having skilling pets in the game. I'm a big supporter of Teak Tree Pet. I'd love to have a nice Teak Tree Pet. Thank you. Um, I also would like a Red Japan pet. <laughs> um, what? As well as possibly a granite pet or a room pouch pet. Um, you know, John C said no, but you know John C also said no to Dragon Defender, so... I have no idea. Pet teak tree, sure, why not? <laughs> I don't care. Um, I don't see how that will work. Like, you want to have a magic longbow walk behind you, or uh, <laughs> an air battle stab? <laughs> How's that gonna that's... work? Or an, a real Yeah, that's bar. how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, or... So I do understand. <laughs> like, it, it will just be like a normal item laying on the ground, just following It'll you. be upright, it'll be upright. <laughs> okay. I think it would well, make yeah, sense to do it with like uh, red chin, black chin, gray chin, pretty much anything from Hunter. But aside from that, I mean, that, I think you could do it. I think you could do it with something like Hunter, but like that's literally the only skill you can come up with, unless you want like a looping salmon behind you. Yeah, Big red Japan. The the rest of them wouldn't really logically make sense. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, imagine standing in front of a bank and having, uh, like, a fire pet behind you. You would just troll people, like, they would cook on your fire and just walk away. <laughs> like, stuff like that. It, it just doesn't make sense. Well, that's like mine, and you have a dwarf pet. You can kind of just capture a dwarf and it follows you around. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
yeah, cynical. Unless it's unless it's like a human or a creature, it wouldn't really make much sense as a pet. I mean, like if you had like a chinchomper or something, like it makes sense. But if you had like a rock just follow you, flying across <laughs> the floor, well, you can turn into a rock. So you can have a rock follow you. Yeah, if you just have this, like a rock just sliding across the floor following you, then <laughs> yeah. Well, I can I can do that already, but you know. All right, Text there there was a a post on Reddit, and it would be an update to the city of Caldegrim, making the anvil in Caldegrim one tile closer to the bank than what it is in Varrock West. What would you think about that? Um, I don't really see the reason behind they didn't move it, but I guess to make it more popular of a place, but I think it's fine as it is. Uh, I don't think it would matter, because people will still go to Varag West. Um, the anvil in Varag West is an odd number of squares away from the bank, so it wouldn't make a difference at all. Really? Yep. Yep. Shit, Damn, make it close. make it two tiles closer then. That thing is already really fast. Yeah. Alright. If they if they made if they made the anvil closer to the point where it was faster, I would be uh I'd be cool with them doing that. Uh Caldegrim is really just a mining smith heavy city and it gets no love at all. I think if they were to maybe put an anvil closer to the bank it would bring some activity to an otherwise underutilized and unused city. I just don't see the purpose of it. Sure, you can say that it will make not dead content, but like someone said earlier, people will still use more because that's where you trade, and if you're slipping, there's a high chance you're trading a lot. But yeah, my question... Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. Oh, uh, my question again is why? Like, your XP per hour is going to go up, but at the same time, you're going to have to get more bars, like, every hour or something. It's just, no. Yeah, you're constantly trading, so, yeah. Maybe also a little biased. I have, I have a smithing record, so, yeah. All right. I think moving the anvil will make much of a difference. It's what you make, not the location of the anvil. It would increase the XP, though. Yeah, only by a tiny bit, though. Alright, Bosh asks, disregarding total XP, or EHP, anything like that, who is the biggest nerd in Hexus and why? Well, said it last night, I'll say it again. Sorry, Trance. It's <laughs> um, a compliment. Yeah, I mean, no, it doesn't have to be an insult at all. Um... But just, you play so much, and you're fucking efficient as shit, too, so... Enjoy. I'm just gonna say Seth on, but he's a huge nerd. <laughs> That's all <it> is. <laughs> I'm still waiting for him to get in the joke. Alright, Trance is definitely the biggest nerd in the clan. He, uh... I mean, going a week without a shower just to get the most XP you could... That's nerdy as hell. 
I am both disgusted and impressed <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> that was really nerdy. Uh, <laughs> good shit. Good shit. Uh, thanks. Uh, I think harm is... Uh, yeah, a- honorable party. mention to harm. Yeah, harm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think based on the competitions that we've done, I think you two have played the most hours. I don't know about like time played overall. Who's got the most hours into the game? But yeah, based on efficiency in a time period, it's got to be you two. Yeah, in my opinion, I, I've never seen such an impressive week as chances. Uh, Lalador came very, uh, very close with his. Uh, Agility week, but Trance was just mind blowing. Yeah, just yours was just mind blowing. Also, I saw I saw Trance's three point five Northern Crafting week, and I was like, holy shit, he's not gonna beat that for a long time. Then he destroyed it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Uh, Vegeta asks if we would want the Inferno Aze in the game or not, and if you don't think so. What changes would you want to be done to it in order for it to come into the game? Um, I think it would be good to have in the game, but I'm not sure about the fire making XP. Fire making is a useless skill, so people probably just vote in. But yeah, I guess why not? Um, yeah, I would like it in the game, but I wouldn't want it to be 33%. Um, it would have to have a high requirement, though, maybe like 95 wood cutting and like, I don't know, like 92 fire making or something like that, and before you can even use it, so it wouldn't be as, uh, it wouldn't be like, um, used before 99, basically. Um, but for turnip mill, it would be like a bit efficient for fire making I don't want it to come in the way that it was originally I think that if it were to come into the game I would like it to be an attachment to a dragon axe and make the, it degradable uh, I think the adze is way too overpowered for for what it is and it should be a degradable item That'd be the only way I'd want it in the game. Yeah, I agree with high cost, high requirement. Um, it should border on being near unusable, in my opinion. It's just oh. too good in its current form. Especially if they do the fire, the fire making uh, revamp, they probably won't need it. Um. <clears throat> I would say sure, why not? Um, but I think the the fire making XP should be brought down just a little bit. It doesn't have to be a huge amount, but like others said, I think 33 percent is a a little too high. Yeah. All right. So if dungeoneering were implemented into all the schools, you think floor selling would be a potential problem? So I've only been dungeoneering like once. Uh, but from what I understand, I don't think it'll be a problem. It seems like a high skill, high effort activity that earns you money. And if people are willing to pay for that, why not? 
yes, I would see a, uh, it becoming a problem, even Bulgarian assault uh, or people that are leeching uh, torsos. And it was very easy to just to buy XP and engineering and just stand there at the at the start of the room and just leave whenever the boss was killed and get the max XP just for whatever the cost may be. So I would I would yeah, it would be a problem. I think it would absolutely be a problem. Um, like you said, uh, like high skill. I forget what the second part of that was, but high skill. That's what it looks like on the outside, but you still get these people that think they're good, but in reality they're absolute shit. So in the end, people are going to end up wasting their time, wasting their money. I'm, I'm not saying like everyone will, but a lot of people will. Um, yeah, yeah I, I definitely think it would be a problem. How the people will probably vouch for other people, like they're uh, legitimate people. Yeah, and they're really not. Yeah, I think it could be a potential problem, and selling floors also comes with people scamming. Like, you could give someone a mill for a floor, and then they just run off or look out with your money. I'm not too familiar with this service. Um, I don't know how fast it is, or how much money you can make, or how much money you can lose, or XP you can gain, so I don't know what to say. Alright, so have you guys ever played a Played a private server before. That's like middle school, like, like the Moparscape thing when I was like sixth grade. But I mean, haven't in the past like seven years haven't played one. Well, I played uh, Project RC6 at like the start of 2013, for about a month, and then nothing else really. Um, I've played a couple here and there. Like one time, I quit the main game for three or four days and by the time that period was over I was bored of it so I just came back but that was it. Moparscape Master Race. Yeah I think I've like, messed around with some servers but that's about it. Not, not really invested large amounts of time into one. Uh, I've, I've never played any private servers. Um just hasn't been appealing. I know it's the same thing, but no, nah, I've just never tried one out before. Alright, so how do you guys think the Achievement Diaries will affect the game, and what do you think about its rewards? Um, I think some skills will be uh, devalued as with, uh, for example, mining. You'll the, the XP will increase for for a bit because you get more ores. Um, Model of mine, we will get more GP. Um, on the top of my head, I, yeah, exactly. Like Catherby patch, you get more uh, more herbs, fifteen percent, and all like that. All those little little things will just evaluate a little bit, but I don't see it affecting the game that much. Yeah, it won't have that much of an effect. I think if anything, it's already had its biggest effect with people trying to get the requirements for it. Um, a bunch of skills massively went up in price for the last month or whatever. Uh, farming, sniffing, for example. Um, I'm not really a fan of the stored XP. Um, but, yeah, like, 
like you said, I think the effect has already happened. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it, I guess, so we'll have to see how everything turns out. I don't think it will affect a lot of skills in the game. Like, make stuff faster and... I guess we just have to move forward, I guess, and... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, a, a bunch of small updates will actually make a big deal, like with mining, the D-pick, the static spawns, the prospectors and now the Varrock chestplate, and the desert amulet. Like, it's a lot of things making mining faster. Um, hope they don't update mining again for a long time. Yeah, they've, it's really going to have a huge effect on mining. Alright, what do you guys think about the reindeer hat uh, making some skills faster? Three ticking, uh, fishing, oh. and woodcutting. It is kind of unfair because if you didn't do the uh, you do the holiday event, you don't get it. Um, I mean, there are other three tick methods, but not for. Um, it's objectively better for for woodcutting, but using a knife on the fish is still is still better because you drop the fish as well as three tick. So, I I don't know. Um, I'm not sure I really have an opinion because I don't I don't use it in either of the skills, but. Like Trent said, um, it's not an equal opportunity kind of thing. Like, like people could have missed the Christmas event, so whatever. I like it. I think it brings a new dimension to skilling. It was. It definitely was a happy accident that happened. Uh, it wasn't planned to be like that, but I, I like it, and that's about it. Yeah, it's just an unintentional method in the game. Outside the advantage thing, I honestly think it's great. Um, the fact that it exists is kind of hilarious. And if they ever remove it, I'll be quite upset. Alright, now, um, if you guys were given the option to transfer over RuneScape 3 stats at the beginning of old school, would you have? Uh, I wouldn't have. I didn't have an RS3 account. I think the game would not have thrived if that would have been the case. Uh, I'm glad that they didn't allow that to happen. No, I wouldn't. Uh, no, I wouldn't transfer my money because it's not really a fair uh, start for everyone. Because all the people don't have like an uh, a nice free account for this, and it would just not be fair. And I, I don't think uh, OS OSRF would last as long as it is now. Um, I would have, even though I'm not to pay a total loss three. It would have been really unfair. Um, and if they had done that, it would have made it like a fucking gimmick, like a gimmicky private server that they're only gonna let last for a couple months, and they assume people are gonna quit it. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have at all. I'm the same as Randy. I didn't have an account really. Um, but if they had, it would have just entirely existed for the combat. There would have been no other. 
Um, I probably would have on an impulse because I was maxed. I had twenty world dungeoneering. Um, I would have on an impulse, but then later I probably would have been like, "Wow, that was a really dumb fucking idea," and probably would have made another account. So. All right, all right, all right. Moving Holy on, moving shit. on. OFC asks, do you feel that buffing drop tables in the direction of wyverns is the right idea, or were wyverns overbuffed? Um, I think they may be overbuffed a little bit, because you can make like a, a LMR consistently with the chance of a visage. So it's basically the same money making that we have. For those that don't have anyone in Ah, I would um, say it's like 750 to 800k an hour. Well, regardless, I mean, it's, it's up there, and I think it's a little more up there than it should be. That's just my opinion, so. Um, <clears throat> I, I like the idea of Wyverns having supplies and resources as drops, because... Um, of the recent, well, not recent, of the past bot bannings, like, they banned over 70% of the bots. Like, a lot of resources were just deployed in the game, and, like, top-tier skillers, and they need a lot of fucking supplies, and it, without the bots, it's just pretty unbearable. So I, I kind of like that, that more monsters should, yeah, more monsters should be lost have, like, resources drop. I get it with uh, Zolra. Um, I think they were both in a good way, but I think it's too much for the play requirement they have. Yeah, I can check on it just been a bit too far for something that doesn't have very high requirements. Yeah, I think it was a little bit too much of a buff, but it's too late to do anything about it. And I think, um... They buff some other drop tables like Dark Beasts. Um, then it'll kind of even out in terms of slight requirement to profit per hour. If they buff Dark Beasts, it damn well better be better than Wyverns, or else that would make absolutely zero sense at all. But then, how much better is it going to be? We're going to end up with normal yeah. Shadow Monsters dropping 1.5 mil an hour? Or they could, they could reduce Wyverns a little bit, and that would give room for Dark Beasts. I don't know. I I I don't think that they were overbuffed. No. I don't think that they were overbuffed, but I don't. Th but I I think the problem with it is is how non-click intensive it is for the profit that it is per hour. It's I like the drop table and that it brings in a whole bunch of supplies. It should be much more click intensive though. The fact that they are aggressive makes it extremely easy to do. And AFK, it the drop table's fine. Might need to be nerfed a little bit, but what you get out of it for the effort you put into it, that is the problem. Alright, so Jeet asks, um, who do you think is the best old school player that does not use alts or abuse AHK? Um... What do we mean by abuse AHK? I mean, you can you can def use your own definition for abuse. I'm going to say acid soul then. What he did with mining just blows my mind. I can never do that. 
Um, yeah, I'd have to go with Acid Soul as well. Um, I would say, I mean, I had to think about this, but I would say Acid Soul. Um, I was going to say Vestfold, but honestly, his, his attitude towards this whole situation the past week or so has taken your away a lot from Your me. attitude does not change how good you are. Well, alright, whatever. Acid Soul. <laughs> Your shit would still be Vestfold. I don't well, know. Uh, for, for me, um, well, the question is kind of two, two ways, because uh, Vestfold uh, doesn't use alts. He's a very good player overall. But um, Abuse AHK, I guess Vestfold doesn't use Maltese at all, and Acid Soul did. So, yeah. I guess. Did he abuse it? No, he didn't abuse it, but he did. I mean, Vestfold doesn't use anything at all, he, he have, apart from the recent video. But, I mean, the 6.7k EHP without mouse keys is pretty impressive in my eyes. And, well, I guess his asset soul achievement is just beast overall, but it's, it's hard to choose between those two. But his skills don't rely on us as much as 200 more mining did. Thinking, yeah. cooking, fire making, hunter. Giving. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go with uh, the capped. Can we get a yeah? Yeah, yeah! Yeah. Tap, number one, baby. Hashtag buzzed up. <laughs> The uh, the first three people who came to mind to me were, not in any order, but the three people who came to mind to me were Acid, Rain, and Cap King. Uh, I think Rain needs to get a little bit of love for what he did and how good he was at fishing. you got to remember he did fishing at a time when um, three-ticking was not possible, and uh, I think he was really, really good. Alright, so moving on, there's a guy who has more than a million subscribers on YouTube and he started a RuneScape video series. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Um, I think it could be good for the game. It's a lot of advertising. Hopefully you can bring in a lot of members or players as well. The game is, I mean, by the graph on CML, the game has been growing so hopefully this can just help towards the growth of the game. It was an old school video series, right? Yeah, yeah, old school. Yeah, yeah. So that would be the reason why we've had numbers going up a whole lot lately. In which case, it's great. It brings new players into the game. Very new players, which means they need the early supplies and all that kind of stuff, which helps the economy. It's great. I mean, the guy seems kind of like a tool. Um, there's like some video yeah. exposing him because he parked in front of someone's driveway and the guy towed his car and then he made a, a video ranting about the guy who towed his car and then the guy who towed his car made a video calling him an idiot. And he's an idiot. Um, but, and to be honest, the people who watch his videos seem like the kind of people who I wouldn't like, but new players, whether I like them or not, are good. So, yeah. I don't, I don't care about who he is as a person but if he's able to bring in a lot more players to the game, I mean, he's just, 
he's advertising for the game, really, and I think it's good for RuneScape. Yep. Alright, so what are your guys' thoughts on uh, Zaya rooftop agility course of like 70k an hour? Uh, with it being rooftop, it would have marks of grace. Um, you could say it'd be challenging, kind of like how Dork, not that Dork is challenging, but if you compare Dork to Artie, kind of like that. Um, I think it would be really cool. I actually thought of something like this. Um, I think I thought about it like two or three weeks ago, probably. And I think it would be really sick if there was some like volcanic kind of area. Um, and I think the challenge aspect of it would be really, really cool as well. So I would, I would definitely vote yes for it. Um, I wouldn't like it to be 70k an hour. I would probably like it if it was uh, around 65-ish. Um, but yeah, I guess I would like it. Uh, a new agility course that's a bit more challenging, like Dargish Khan, and be efficient. Um... I think the most balanced thing would be 66k an hour with no marks. And if it's inside of a cave, it wouldn't make sense to have marks. It's not a rooftop. And you say 50 high, or 66? 66. But no, yeah. no profit from marks. And you probably should take a damage and possibly <coughs> fail and possibly require stamina or energy pots. <coughs> Maybe even have like Shit. a high quest requirement to get to this area. Um. I definitely agree with that. It would be nice to have something new that's better than RD because RD sucks. Um, I'd be a bit sad about having one more agility development, but oh well, if it's in the name of progress for the game, I don't mind. I'd be okay with it being um, like 70k an hour uh, with marks. I'd be completely okay with it exactly how they worded the question. It's being a little bit more challenging, and I do like if you were to take some damage. Uh, I think agility just needs a lot more variety. I just wish they would put fucking marks of grace at Dorg. Yeah. All right, so uh, would it be worth the energy pots though? Uh, probably. I mean, if you use stamina, it would you would take you. I don't know how many hours to go through them all. I think before it used to take an hour and a half to go through an inventory of just super energies and staminas are significantly better now. So I'm not sure how long you could last at Dorg with just staminas, but probably close to four, something like maybe four to six hours. I, I don't know. I haven't tried it, but it would probably definitely be worth it. All right, so what are your guys' plans for 2015? Uh, 50 mil runecraft and bank slayer and get rank one summoning. 200 mil agility. Uh, 20 mil all on fast kills, maybe thieving and both chests. Uh, I need to be maxed by the end of 2015. I'm long off, so. If I'm not, then I'm just... I don't know. Um, well, I'll be finishing off 200 mil cook today, and mm -hmm. I would... 
I'd like to get 200 mil fletching, 200 mil crafting, and that's really all I have on the table for now. I should finish those by September, so I'm not sure exactly what I would do over the last three months or so of the year. I guess I'll have to see the direction the game's going in at that point, but I'd like to get 200 mil fletch and craft. Alright, so we're going to move on to some non-runescape related topics. If you guys don't give a shit about that, thank you for watching. If you're interested in some of this shit, let's get into it. So, um, what did you... Japanda Q asks, what did you guys have for dinner tonight? Uh, I had noodles. Um, I actually skipped dinner. Uh, on campus to do this, so what a chance! I don't know yet. Um, I'll probably go get I don't know what like Taco Bell or Chipotle or something like that. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I woke up the day after the week record. I tried to force myself to eat like a bowl of pasta, and I had like three bites. I don't know why. Like I thought I'd be fucking starving, but I wasn't. Hopefully, I can have an actual meal tonight or tomorrow night. If not, then uh, saltine crackers for me. <laughs> um, I had some steak leftovers yesterday I went out to go eat and I had a 32 ounce steak with a whole bunch of sides I didn't f I finished all the sides I didn't finish the steak though Jesus Christ <laughs> what fucking two pound steak dude it was big as that I didn't finish it it was huge <laughs> so I, I had I had some of that before we started um, barbecue as the family friends came around, so just some meats, potato salad. It's pretty alright. <laughs> alright, we've got another uh, weird question. Qu alright, so what are you currently wearing? Oh, I haven't gotten dressed yet. Um, it's called a past <laughs> one. I've got a, a haircut in about an hour. I'm still in my pajamas, so I should probably get dressed sometime soon. Alright, uh, I had to look down to see what I was wearing. <laughs> uh, I've got a Vikings uh, t-shirt on, and I've got these uh, pajama pants, the some Mountain Dew pajama pants. I got them like two weeks ago. Um, I got right out of the shower um, to start doing this, so I just put on shorts and a t-shirt, and it's fucking cold outside and I'm freezing. Uh -huh, I thought you were going to say you're still wearing a towel. Oh, <laughs> I should have said that. Um, sorry. Uh, I'm wearing pajamas, pajama pants with a t-shirt and a pajama shirt on over top of that. What I've been wearing for the past uh, month or so. About the same one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went, I went to Walmart in this uh, week and a half ago, so. Um, since? Huh? What? Have you gotten changed since then? No, I said I have like six sets of these. I I, I changed okay. out of them. It's good. Uh, for me, I'm wearing sweats and a sweater and a t-shirt. What is the best um, series, whether it be movies or TV series that you've seen that you would uh, most recommend to a fellow scaper? I'll say Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones. Those are. Uh, 
probably my two favorite shows that I've watched. And they're really good. I think you guys would like them. I'm just going to quickly steal this since I arrested development. It's a oh, great show. You, you should all watch it. Stole it. Stole it. Um, I watch a lot of Big Bang Theory. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think it's funny. Um, I've also watched Breaking Bad, Walking Dead on Netflix. Those are pretty good. Um, but beyond that, I need to branch out and start watching other shit. Uh, for me, it definitely varies because if I have to do um, like a skill I don't really like, or uh, when I was maxing, like Hunter and stuff like that, I really didn't enjoy that. I watched movies then because the time would pass a little bit faster because it's mostly like two hours and you get two hours of gains. But one of the stuff that I enjoy, I usually watch like sitcoms like Friends or How Much Your Mother and stuff like that, which is 20 minutes. But yeah, it kind of varies in my mood. I just want to say that my TV series and movie recommendations are immaculate. If you haven't seen these, go watch them now. Plus one, Gang Arrested Development. Watch it like three times. Um, Sopranos. Seinfeld. True Detective. Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I don't watch much anime, but Death Note was pretty good too. It's a big list there. Immaculate list. Alright, the case ace asks uh, me if I would ever get a Vikings tattoo. Uh, I, w I would only get one if like they won the Super Bowl. I would get it like on my arm and it would say like um, like there's the year that they won the Super Bowl on it. That would be it. Um, I'm not a big fan of tattoos. I never would Never have any plans of getting one, but if uh, if I would, that would be what I'd get it. All right. All right. So for those of you who watched this before the uh, poll goes out, please vote for the GE or some form of automated I'm trading. Sorry, sorry if this uh, podcast wasn't as good as any of the others. Jicklum died in the middle of it. Um, he also showed up late for it. So, <laughs> Jicklum probably ain't gonna watch this, but fuck you, Jicklum. Yo, <laughs> we waited for you, and then you dipped on us early. <laughs> you're just as bad as those people. You're just as bad as the staking hosts who paid their their children to go vote for. I'm not paying anybody. <laughs> I'm just recommending. Alright, um, again, please check the description. There's a poll in there to vote on. And, I mean, we're, we're looking, Trance and I will be here, but we don't really know what we're going to do about a third regular. So, we're looking for some feedback from you guys. Again, we know this podcast wasn't probably up to par with the other ones but really appreciate you guys watching this next one will for sure be better also if possible trance and i will try to get people who have webcams only and the next podcast if possible will be um webcam only but aside from that thank you for watching what's that 
That would, that would be really cool to see. It really would. Uh, Adam was holding us yeah. back by not having one or not wanting to use one, but. Yeah, I gotta do my hair and makeup and shit. Well, shit. We'll 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 see what the future holds, but <laughs> might 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 start doing some webcams. But thank you guys for watching. I uh, really appreciate this. Next one will be better, I promise. And we will be doing the next one on the 24th or the 25th of January. And that's about it. Thanks. See yeah. ya.